Hi everyone, welcome to the Reitzel Brothers Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Curtis. We are the co-hosts of this podcast. We are investor-focused realtors working with our clients to help them build massive wealth in real estate. This is a place where we talk about real estate investing, wealth, and giving back. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and join our private real estate investor group on Facebook called the Tri-City Real Estate Investor Club. Links are in the description. Enjoy this episode. Hello everyone, it's Matt Reitzel and I'm here as usual with Curtis Reitzel for the Reitzel Brothers Podcast. Hope everyone's doing extremely well. Why do we do that? I still don't know why we do that. <laughs> I don't know. It happened one time and then someone commented about how they loved it and then we just kept doing it. Yeah. I find it really fun. So yeah, yeah. hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, <laughs> so today we're continuing on with The One Thing, the book by Gary Keller and Jay Papazan. But before we get into that, just a quick little bit of housekeeping. So I know we mentioned these things on every episode, so I'll try and make them quick here and as interesting as possible. Um, so yeah, if you are an investor curious to keep up to date with real estate values, let us know. We can uh, basically send you updates on a, a time frame that's to your enjoyment, whether that's like daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly, uh, just with what's going on uh, for similar type properties to your investment property. Very handy. Um, are you curious to know what a career in real estate is like? Um, we're doing a workshop actually tonight, so sorry, because we won't be posting this for a few days. Um, in a couple of weeks, we'll be doing it again, so if you are interested in that, um, let us know. Just kind of day in the life, what the cost to get started, um, earning potential, that kind of stuff. So if you're curious about that, let us know. Um, also, if you enjoy this, we do appreciate your feedback. Um, I mentioned this last week, we're at over 200 subs on YouTube now, so yep. very exciting and very uh, grateful for that. So yeah, yep. thank you for everybody who's following along, and if you're new, um, hope you enjoy, and if you do, uh, yeah, hope you like it and sub up, that'd be great. Helps us out a lot. And then also you can go to YouTube or uh, iTunes, give us a five-star wherever you listen to your podcast, there's probably a rating system there. Um, and yeah, if you're interested to join some like-minded individuals, uh, investor individuals in the region, we run a group called the Tri-City Real Estate Investor Club on meetups.com and on Facebook. So if you want to join up, um, do that and we'll happily accept you. So getting into the topic today. So last episode, we were talking about chapter one. And it was a really short chapter, and so is chapter two. So um, we're not going to keep you here for too terribly long. But we thought, again, with this whole, I guess, quote unquote, book club, um, just as we're reading through the book, really just trying to take out some things that you know we can actually implement and use in our in our day to day. So hopefully that's something that you enjoy. So with chapter two, it's all about the domino effect. Now. Um, generally speaking, the whole premise of this chapter is just saying that if you line up a domino, um, it'll actually knock over the next domino that if that domino is even 50% larger mm-hmm. than the first one. Yeah. So it, uh, one domino can knock over another one that is up to 50% larger than it. So essentially you can kind of imagine in your mind, you have one domino and then the next one is 50% larger and then the next one's 50% larger than that and they'll actually knock all of them over in sequence. And they have this really, really cool diagram. An example, um, talking about that with basically the first domino being a normal size domino, 
if you increase by 50% each time, the 18th domino is as large as the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And then the 23rd is as tall as the Eiffel Tower. The 31st is Mount Everest. And then the 57th, you're almost bridging the gap between Earth and the moon on the 57th domino. Why don't they keep going? I, I, I don't know. You I know think what I mean? Like, when like, is, like, you know, Pluto? <laughs> well, it's, just, it's crazy to think that in 57 dominoes, increasing by 50%, you're... Halfway to the moon. Yeah. You're to the moon. You're to the moon, sorry. You're, you're to, to the, the moon, moon on yep. the 57th domino. That's, That's just, it bends your mind. Because I used to play with dominoes as a kid doing, well, I guess not playing dominoes the way dominoes are supposed to be played, but doing it where, like, you line them up and you flick them and then they fall right. over, right? Um, and it... It's it's really cool. Uh, this example they're talking about, um, I think they said it releases the same amount of energy as if you were doing... There's a number? lot of push-ups or something, there's, there's right? There's a bunch of push-ups. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's 94,000 joules of energy, which is as much energy as it takes for the average person to do about 550 push-ups. Yeah. From flicking over one domino. Yeah, it's crazy. So the whole idea here is that um, basically... Figuring out what the one thing is in your life that's the most important because it, when you knock that one over, it makes all the other dominoes mm-hmm. fall or it makes them easier to fall, mm-hmm. etc. Um, I did have some notes. I was kind of just talking off the top there. So obviously this applies to business and to personal. Um, a nice point that they make in here is that success is sequential. It's not yep. simultaneous. Yep. So a lot of people... You know, I feel like that's a lot of the sort of vibe on the internet nowadays is like you want like an overnight success story or you want to be super successful quick. You know, I get a lot of those ads. Um, I hope you do too, because maybe it says something about my use on the internet. But like, hey, want to make like four thousand dollars a month? Like all these well, guys we all talking about these yeah. different talking yeah, yeah. about these different things. Um, you know, like it's super easy, you know, just like fill out this application and do this. And all of a sudden you're making, you know, bands daily. It's like <laughs> yeah. all these different ads and it's like people want things quick. And so it can feel like success is kind of this all at once sort of thing. But what they're saying is that well, it's, that's why we have fast food. These people <laughs> want their food quick. You, right. They want fast cash and they want fast food. That's normal. Because why? I mean, obviously, because the fast food is really cheap, too. That that does the affordability and the convenience. The affordability, yeah. convenience, all that. But that's why, you know, McDonald's, all those big restaurants, you know, fast food chains are, are so big. I mean, partly it's because it's fast. And you can get it quick, which is, is just the convenience factor of it. But normally that's not going to lead, not normally, that's not going to lead to an ultra healthy body and an ultra healthy it's very, life. I'm very glad you brought that up, actually, because just to relate that back and then I'll come back to McDonald's real quick. Cause well, we don't yeah. need to go back to McDonald's. No, I do, but I have a good one here. You got a good um, one? Okay. Yeah. So success is, like I said, it's sequential, not simultaneous. Yep. So it's a matter of sort of mastering different steps along the way, doing one thing and then moving on to the next one, ideally doing one thing that makes the next thing easier is even better, which mm-hmm. they, they dive into that in the book. I know that question, which we, um, said too early last week is like, what's the one thing that you can do such that by doing it, it'll make everything else easier or unnecessary. Well, that's well, and I don't think it was too early. Not trying to correct you. I'm just that. that I'm just saying that it wasn't. No, no, in no. That chapter. It wasn't in the chapter that yeah, we were covering. Yeah, yeah. But the the thing with that question is that's that's the tool from this book. Yeah. Like, there's obviously the 66 day challenge. There's so many other tools that you can use, but that's like the that's like the number one tool that if you implement into your life, and I've been working on it to 
that that's going to have the biggest impact because you can take that to everywhere in in your life so kind of you know future pacing everybody on the call to start to think about that question because that's going to be a reoccurring uh theme you know if you get anything from this book it's 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 that asking yourself the question what's the one thing that i can do such that by doing it, everything else is easier or unnecessary for my business or sorry the what's the one thing i can do for my business such that by doing everything else is easier and necessary or you know, what's the one thing for my health or what's the one thing for my weight loss? What's the one thing for my family? Or what's the one right. thing for my best friend or what's the one thing, you know, what do they have? They for have my investments. Like, uh, they have financial business, yeah. personal. I think they have your spiritual relationships. Yeah. A lot there's of different areas, there's yeah. like seven key categories in the book yeah. that we'll, we will get into. But yeah, when you see someone who's successful, it happened over time. Yep. Right. So relating it back to McDonald's now is like, a lot of people think that if I eat like, yeah, if I eat McDonald's or if I eat one cheeseburger, I'm not going to get fat. It's true, but that's, that's because it's not, it's not a simultaneous thing. It's, right. it's sequential is if you continually eat improperly or the way your body's not designed to eat, eating a bunch of junk food, eating a bunch of whatever, um, fast, fast food, just stuff that you know is crap. Um, yeah, and sequentially they be calling over, it food. Sequentially <laughs> over time, I know. I remember watching that uh, Super Size Me or whatever, and they put fries. It's not food. Like this lady had fries hidden somewhere for like years, and they came out still fries. It's like food decomposes. <laughs> well, and, <laughs> and I don't. Agree. Yeah, and I think there's nothing wrong with not eating food, but I think we just need to. We we just can't call McDonald's food. I think we just we need <laughs> to just call it. In there, but you're there's... eating something else, but it's not Tasty. food. Tasty <laughs> it's goodness. like when you you know when you mound a bag of chips. It's like, yeah, I guess it's food, but like it's not. Food does stuff for you. Foods, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you know when you think of food, like you said, it you it, feel it poses. Anyways, it's different, different different podcast episode, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's interesting stuff, right? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, so it starts off linear and then it becomes geometric. Because if you see the diagram, it's like a hockey stick. Because if you do a 50% increase over each time, you essentially it's like compound interest. Um, The activities that you are doing, you have a little win and then you build on that. You have another little win, but that little win's a little bigger than the last little win. And then you have another little win, which is a little bigger than the last. And it just kind of builds on itself. Um, So when, yeah, like I said, when someone... Um, has a lot of knowledge, it happened over time. When someone has a lot of skills, it's happened over time. When someone's yeah. done a lot, it's happened over time. Someone has a lot of money, it's it's happened over time and it's it's in a uh, sequential fashion. Um, it's not, you know, like I don't think, <laughs> well, I, it's, it's for sure. Elon's not like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, go to Mars and then he's there. It's like you have... You have PayPal and you have Tesla and you have the boring company selling stupid flamethrowers to raise a couple million dollars and like all these different little things to then you got Neuralink, all this different stuff um, to build up right. to that. And then you can look at him and go, oh my goodness, like the world's richest man. Now, I remember you were saying some article popped up about him being yeah, the richest, yeah, the richest person, in the the richest world person richer than yep. like Bezos and Bezos was second, Gates yeah. and whatnot. Um, and it's like, yeah. Okay, like relatively young guy, super successful, easy for him. And you don't see all the stuff in the past that he's been building on and having little wins and little wins that just add up over yeah. time. Um, so that's that, That's kind of my thoughts on it. I mean, Kurt, what's 
just trying to think of a sort of real life example, just throw it at you with this chapter. Is there anything you can think of in your life that you're working on or have worked on in the past that relates to this to make it a little more real life perhaps for people? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think one thing to share and, and, and to think about is when you see really um, successful investors, like I can think of one personally that's been in it for you know 20 plus years. Now, you know, you have X amount of wealth that's now compounding at mm. at at, at way quicker rates because it's more money that is now compounding on on bigger numbers every single time. There's more of it to compound. Yeah, yeah there's more of it to compound. So then you see year over year now this person is starting to go to a different kind of go to a bit of a different stratosphere when they were five to seven, eight, nine, ten years ago because the numbers are building on top of bigger numbers, and just it's just a, it just goes to show you need to be in the market and it's time on task over time. This is you know this happens over time, and I think that's just important. It's an important thing to remember. I think one thing that's been major for me that's kind of been lining up and um, knocking down uh, you know other habits. Cause like since since COVID, I've been on like a a habit building um, spree. I feel like, and it's been really productive. And it's kind of, and it's been one at a time too. I've been really purposeful with just doing one at a time. Cause well, doing you, a couple habits at the yeah, same we, time. We can talk about that. Yeah, we learned the lesson pretty ta- pretty yeah, hard pretty ourselves hard, yeah. that doing multiple habits at once is a huge no no. Well, you, unless you, you fail at them all. Well. Uh, <laughs> Unless the habit is you're going to put on your socks before you put your pants on, it's like, okay, you can maybe have a – maybe you can have a bigger habit at the same time. But if it's getting up at, you know, 4.30 every day, well, that should be the only one because that's a tough yeah. one. You know, like that's a big one to nail down. But anyways, the one for me was getting up at 4.58 every day. I just – it's a f- odd number and I like the – I just I wanted something different because I did five and it didn't work out. So I was like, you know what? Let's just do four fifty eight. You know, get an extra you know two minutes. I just two just minutes whatever. for what? What were you thinking with those two I don't minutes? Know. But now and and the the mysterious two minutes, guys. We got to figure out what Kurt's doing with these two minutes. Ooh. Well, I just <laughs> I did it because the five I did five in the past and it didn't work out, and I was, I didn't want to do five again. I just. Oh, five has just a bad connotation in your subconscious I don't know. Mind. Yeah, maybe you did. I'm just like, yeah, 458 and I got an extra bonus two minutes, guys. Oh, You're never like going to know time. what I'm doing with the two minutes. Um, I'm figuring it out. Stalk you. It's, it's top secret. Um, and <laughs> that then, and I want to specify too, that, that that was a habit that I do every day. So my, n- not including like, um, sorry. I do it every single day and because in the past I would get up and we get up at like four or four thirty or five and we were working like within those time ranges and we and we went on runs where we would do like four thirty or four and stuff, but yeah. we wouldn't do it on the weekends. And then I would sleep in till sometimes eight or nine on the weekends and then getting back to getting back to it on uh-uh. Monday was was so tough. Dang. That's not eh. how you train your body to wake up at a certain time. Not at all. Remember the Monday? Well, then Sunday was the worst. Well, Sunday was so hard to get to sleep because yeah, you, you woke up in. at nine and yeah. now you're trying to get in. Like, I think I went to sleep by, on, on Sunday. I think I went to sleep literally at like 730. <laughs> like 730 at night because I'm just I'm so used to oh, going this to, past Sunday. Yeah. Right, yeah, because we used to waking up at 4.58. Well, yeah, because I know I every day time. on Saturday and Sunday morning, I'm getting up at 4.58. 
and I need to make sure that I get the sleep in. But that habit for me, it's, it's funny. It's not the way you train your body. I like that part you said. Um, that habit for me has just been huge because it's, it's, it's now I've always, you know, since like high school been, you know, working out and same with you. Cause we, we've done a lot of working out together. Kurt trained me. Yeah, I, I did. Um, what do you call it? That? And then it's, I took right off on the kid. Man. Well, I just kind of, I just kind of took bounds ahead. <laughs> I just kind of took you into the gym and just beat the crap out of you, essentially. So we just like, like keep up. Who was the like Ronnie Coleman style workout? Lightweight baby, like, just doing drop oh, sets yeah. and like pyramids and all this stuff, and just like hour and a half, two hour workouts. We were going crazy. Oh, I used to just be like, "Yo, let's go," and just like yeah. not to say, Kurt like, sucked me in, and then I just got just fell in love with it for a while there oh do you remember i still the, love exercise the workouts just, that like, we did you would do some crazy weight training workouts it sounds you gotta look great back. for like 180 pound 170 pound dude you know but but not. i look back on those workouts and just i know as like as highlights they were so much fun oh so good like you can't like it sounds so weird to a non-working out person when you talk about like a workout being like one of the highlights of 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 like times in your life but so much fun. there was like like a few year window that i mean because now we're working at home because of covid too but like a few year window where it was just we would go in there and just like how do we beat the crap out of ourselves and just like push ourselves and like it was all healthy. The back push. when we were young and resilient. Oh, you know? back in the day, it was so much. It was yeah. Anyways, yeah, I'm I'm reminiscing right now, but it was good times. We're gonna have to redo that when well, the, when COVID's there's something done. to be said about that though. Is like some of the most enjoyable moments were like arguably some of the hardest in a way because we were yes. really very much we were very much so challenging ourselves. Well, we were I messing being around on a, that like preacher curl thing that with the weight and yep. like we would do a couple sets. And then towards the end, you'd be like pulling the other guy's arms down as he's trying to pull up, just yeah, adding that extra resistance. Yep. Um, oh yeah, as you're going down, like releasing the other guy to be pulling and him down, up. and yeah, both you, ways, yeah. And you just you're just oh we really testing yourself. We we were going, we were all out. We were just so how fun. can we just go in and just and it was it was so much fun it's one of the things about working out is you can push yourself so hard and feel like you're dying and it and it feels great yeah and you're so not gonna like die. i feel like i'm dying right now and i like it yeah <laughs> or like you're doing the drop set on the leg press anyways guys we're sorry yeah, we're, we're going yeah, on a banter here about working out but um it was it was it's just yeah <laughs> it, it leads back to the 458 wake up because now i know every single day i'm going to do 30 minutes of working out and now i do i do i do three days of weights and then i do three days of yoga and i just i go back and forth every other day and then sunday morning i'll just i'll go for a walk um so i'll still do something because I, I i need to do something in the morning i need to move need my body to move, yeah yeah um but that 458 getting up has now freed that time for 30 minutes that i never not work out like there's never a day that i don't workout mm. except for sunday which is a walk or you're really not a workout still exercise but there's never not a day and that so that habit that one habit of 458 has now then boom nailed down the 30 minutes okay now boom now you know i'm going over and doing dishes so i do dishes once a day great that's just a little habit that's good just for keeping the place clean which is great let me continue and then i go up and then i do my morning routine i shower do all that good stuff and then i sit down and i read for 30 minutes a day every day Every for 30 minutes a day. Like that's pretty cool. Seven days a week, 30 minutes of reading. That adds up over time. That's pretty sweet. And then I do um, roughly about five, 10 minutes of journaling depending on the day. 
every day, seven days a week. And then I review my goals for five to 10 minutes every single day, seven days a week. So it's, it, it, it was all from 458 is what I'm trying to get at, is what I'm trying to just kind of... Yeah, I'm, I'm, none of that would have really happened if you weren't waking up. I, at 458. No, it doesn't. Right? And now I'm at a point too where I don't check messages. I'm on I'm on airplane mode the entire time. So now it's it's just focus time. Oh, airplane and I, mode. That's a good one to absolutely talk about that sometime. Yeah, it's like that. I it's it's my five to seven window is what I call it in my mind. It's just how I think about it. It's just me time. And every day now I know I'm getting a thirty minute workout. I'm getting I'm getting thirty minutes of reading. Oh, sorry, and I meditate for ten minutes before I read. Sorry, I Dude, meditate for ten minutes. This guy's got all the habits, man. <laughs> but it started. I want to be Curtis. It started with four fifty eight. <laughs> it started with that, and it just all the other habits sort of lined up. I've always worked out, so the workout was easy to plug and play. It was just, am I going to do for forty five? Am I going to do for an hour? I felt like thirty was a good window that I I can mm. do and I can stick to, and then. The reading was an hour for a while, but then I'm like, yeah, you know, that's a little bit too long. 15 minutes is a little bit too short. 30 minutes is a sweet spot. Then I was meditating and I was pushing it to 30 minutes. I'm like, yeah, meditating for me, I'm more like a 10. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? So I, I, it took a couple months to kind of plug and play the timelines that really worked for me. And now I, I found a good flow of a two hour. That's just good personal development. It's good time for me to get a good workout in, yada, yada. But my whole point here, sorry, I feel like I'm going off of a huge bunny trail. Um, it all started with 458. That's all where it started from, you know, which is just, it's. And then do you continue being so rigorously time blocked for the rest of the day until you go to bed? <laughs> no. So then it goes to um, normally then, sorry. So then I guess, I guess I can kind of continue the morning since 7 a.m. rolls around, open up all my messages. I'll let them all just sync up across devices um because oh, you come you you're on airplane I'm on airplane mode yeah, so and yeah. i go off airplane mode the joys of not having kids or significant other or something oh, is you can good. actually feel safe well going on i do have mode, a significant other matt it's just myself <laughs> i'm go. my own significant so other much love for yourself i just I, I remember talking about going <laughs> airplane mode at night with some people and they're like i have kids i can never go airplane mode at night and i'm like i i respect that yeah for sure like, well, i mean you just have that that parental desire or requirement to just like be available, you know, and you never know when you're going to get that call in the middle of the night. And fortunately, if you need to call Curtis in the middle of the night for any sort of emergency, you're not getting up. He's sleeping, man. He's sleeping. Same with me. I don't go airplane mode anymore. I just, I figured out on the phone how to have like bedtime mode on and it limits me on apps after a certain time. Oh, so you don't go airplane mode. I don't go airplane mode anymore. Yeah. Which to me, I I like it because you're trying to keep open. I'm not, what do you mean? Just in case, like, mom and dad call. Still called. nothing can come through. Nothing can come through. Okay, no, gotcha. Absolutely nothing. I'm on do not disturb. There's yeah, a yeah. bedtime mode. A lot of the apps that would distract me are, like, blocked after a certain time. Right. Not, like, phoning or text messaging. But um, I just found airplane moding and then coming off it in the morning because I did that as well. I felt like some stuff I would miss. Like, if someone sent me a text while I was on airplane mode... Sometimes I would not receive it when I come off airplane mm, mode because it, it wouldn't try and like push it to me again for some yeah. reason. So I, I, I felt like I heard it from somebody once that they texted me and I didn't get it. And then subconsciously I felt like it was happening more. So I just I yeah, figured out a different that. way. Yeah, I do highly suggest if you can afford it without you know having people relying on you. To but just you're pretty be, much doing airplane mode. You're pretty much essentially you're doing it. You're just a different. I'm just not literally you know. cutting off my connection to service. Yes, which. 
maybe you should. There's been, I've heard very good arguments for that. You shouldn't even have your cell phone. Yeah, a lot room. of people charge it, you know, on the bedside table and just it having it, the having it too, there. Yeah. It should be in another room, yeah. something to do with, you know, microwaves frying your brain while you sleep, <laughs> yeah. but also yeah. just subconsciously knowing it's there, you know? Yeah. Something about the damn microwaves, Matt. I remember them freezing your brain when you're sleeping. You know? Yeah. I remember this lady talking and she's like, <laughs> she's talking about, you know, couples going out for date dinners and having their cell phone on the, on the table. And is even if it's face down, she's like, there's something mentally distracting about having that phone there, even if it's face down and it's off. Yeah. Because you subconsciously, you know that through that screen, there's access to everything. So it, it's a distraction. It's like if somebody like rolled in a cart of like just albums upon albums of all your like childhood photos and just put them there with like a blanket over top while you're having dinner while you're having dinner you're gonna be really distracted mentally whether even you think oh we're gonna look at that after dinner you know just mentally you're like i wonder what's in there you know or it's like an attractive distracting you or you know an attractive individual that you are attracted to whoever is attracted to anybody on this podcast rolls into the room where you're having (laughs) are you asking people if they're attracted to us no i'm just (laughs) saying if i'm saying I'm trying to make. <laughs> I'm trying to say that if you're, uh, if the, I'm just trying to. Okay, you're listening to the podcast right now, right, and then are. imagine somebody walks in the room that you're attracted to. That was a. I was oh, trying okay. to. You're setting the stage. Oh, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was setting the stage, and I didn't really set it that well. But somebody walks in the room that you're attracted to, and now you're having dinner with your mom or something, or your dad, whatever. And now you're trying to, trying to keep focus, but you got somebody over there you're kind of attracted to, right? Like it's it's the same thing. Right, like your eyes just kind of like yeah. go over without even thinking about it. But I it. think the phone example that you were getting at is less of like you can look at the phone physically. My example is you're probably gonna take a peek. Um, in this yeah. example, you're not. You're probably not gonna take a peek, but it's still gonna be running through your head. All like, oh, my phone's there. It's just you don't. You yeah, at. you're not really f- more subconscious. Sorry. Yeah, you're not thinking about the fact that your phone's in your pocket all the time but right. your subconscious knows that it's there and it's a portal to all the videos of cute kittens and everything like that right yeah. so it's it's there if anyone's listening to that that is literally the example she was giving um it's just you got all these unlimited it's the portal videos. eh it's such a portal if you i mean it's yeah. if you think about your phone it's literally the portal and everything it's it's pretty trippy that way anyways I feel yeah like- <laughs> we should wrap this up um, <laughs> this has been a so, fun one though yeah this has been really fun um hopefully there was something in there that you found <laughs> valuable um oh i did want to mention too some people are probably gonna hate you know me. what i feel like i did set the stage i want to i want to clarify that i feel like i set the stage pretty well with that i feel like i think you did a good job okay yeah, okay yeah, yeah. i didn't no, feel like i it think was a- i was Net positive, distracted in my mind. Net positive, yeah. I was a little distracted in my mind, and I heard, I heard it a different <laughs> way than what you said it. I'm being a jokester. Yeah. Um, no, which is which is fun. Um, oh yeah. So I picked up my mug because I was I was thinking about this and how this might be controversial, but I have a secret in my mug. Um, so, just a little tip. A lot of people probably do this, but if you don't finish a coffee, or if I don't finish a coffee, oftentimes I'll put it, the rest of it in the fridge. So then I had a coffee that was sitting in there and then the other day I did up a tea and I didn't finish my tea. So then I mixed them. <laughs> and just so you know, the way I take my coffee is I just put a little bit of honey in it and my tea, I, I just put a little bit of honey in it, is it and good? had some, some of that nice uh, coffee that we have. And then also, okay, uh, I got to answer the question. Got it's in. really good. It's really good. And it's roughly 50, 50. Yeah. So I had a little bit of cold coffee in the fridge and then I had a tea that had come down to room temperature, which was just like a little bit. There's probably like a third of each. And then I just mixed them together and I'm drinking it right now and it's actually really good. 
who I, else is listening with this right now feeling like a lot of people are probably kind of like it's kind of a little risky because i'm kind of getting the i don't know if i would like that but it, i mean tea i like tea and i That's like good. coffee you so get you, hints of both in here when the, it, it actually like green tea and the coffee yeah. with the honey yeah normally if you like normally if you like two good things you put them together it's good like when you have you eat like nah, it's debatable. you know hog and dos and ice cream and then you you know Pizza? you I think that's pretty good. To get. At the same Anyways. time, <laughs> no, well, not, not gonna like you're gonna they're gonna be two separate objects. <laughs> they're not gonna be like a peanut butter or well, a pizza ice cream. Okay. Anyways, guys, <laughs> this is, you're trying to make a point, but I feel like there's probably a lot of examples of two things that you like a lot. That if you combine them, it's bad. Yeah. Anyways, guys, <laughs> we we got to get out of here. We're gonna continue going through the one thing by Gary Keller. Oh. Hope you got some value out of today. Really, at the end of the day, it's focusing on on one main habit and 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 utilizing that habit to then set the stage for other purposeful habits in the future is kind of what I got from this chapter. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Have a great day and we'll talk soon. Bye everybody. I'm going to wrap it up with a quick quote from the book here uh, by Ogmandino. It's those who concentrate on but one thing at a time who advance in this world. That is it. Hope you, uh, hope you had a good time with us. Uh, Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye. Bye.